Hi everybody, welcome to Food Addict. My name is Anthony Quinn, and dude, I'm gonna get right into it because I have this this very funny woman, Christine Me and Burke. Did I say it? Berg? Did I see it right? Did I, did I say it right? <laughs> you did. Well, you said Burke in the beginning, but then you corrected yourself and ended with a G. Well done. You corrected yourself. <laughs> I correct myself a lot. <laughs> and, yeah, and that was the easy part. The, the hard part is the han, me in, and a hyphen. It's, it's uh, super pretentious, although I am not. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, let's just, let's just leave off from there. This... Um, this this young lady, she's uh, she's very very funny. Um, who your friend was? Uh, Vivica Morris was that her name? No, Ashley oh. Austin Morris. I'm sorry, Ashley Austin. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Vivica again. I'm I'm a little round man. <laughs> but I will start calling her Vivica from now on. <laughs> I don't know where Vivica came from. I watched my baby all day and I just got really high, okay? So <laughs> there you go. Oh good. Together with a baby and high? I mean who's not living the dream? <laughs> I know I got high in my baby and then I got high on some good weed. Okay, yeah, dude. Yeah, good. Yeah, Let's you know, if you just sniff the diaper, that's high enough. <laughs> so um Ashley Morris was doing uh, a, that's her name, right? Ashley Austin Morris. Yeah, a- okay, she does not hyphenate. She just has two last names. Okay, Ashley <laughs> Austin Morris it, yeah. was, was doing a featured spot at Scotty's. Scotty's, mm-hmm. uh, the in the the comedy COVID Scotty's, and uh, um, Christine was there, and she did a guest spot, and I did a guest spot, and I really ate shit that night. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love a good bomb. Oh God, they feel they're so delicious. And and you know you were you were just like you were not surprised. You were like, hey man, you're like I bombed last week. Like you were totally so nice. And we were oh, talking we were talking before that. And you know we kind of you know every you guys just seem both of you seem so friendly and cool and sharp. Um, so I was you know I was just I I was having a great time and then I went up and bombed and it wasn't so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Well, you know what? It it depends. It all depends on <laughs> depends on a lot of things. But then sometimes when you bought, you're just like, okay, I can't. I gotta. I gotta fix myself, or I don't know. Maybe I need to be sharper. I mean, look, I'm I'm pretty rough around the edges myself. Like, <laughs> and then when you try something new, or if you're, you know, you're not reading the crap. Look, it's we all have them, and they and they really are. Sometimes they burn for weeks. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, no, no. You know, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like I do work at Scotty's. I see Gene. I he was just there. I just wanted to kind of do good in front of him. But I see him all the time, and I've done other guest spots, and I've done fine. I was I was being a little bit of a drama queen about it, or a drama king. I don't even know what I can say anymore. I was being dramaed out. Um, you could just say drama royalty, then you don't have to put any agenda on it, and then it'll be more approachable to the entire country. I was being, I was being drama royalty, and yeah. there was this big douchey dude that was sitting right up front, and him, oh, the guy that I was messing, with. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he tried to heckle me, and then I wrecked his life. Yeah, and that guy just like killed me because he was so big. And he was so, like, I don't even think they were going to see comedy. They were, like, bar people that got, you know, barked up there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so usually a lot of times if, if bar people are barked up to a comedy show, they're very uh, cynical. You know, like, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what is this this comedy thing? <laughs> yeah, uh, make me laugh. But I'm not going to open myself up to listen to what you say to make me laugh. Oh, you're a comedian? Uh, all right. Okay, oh, I'm here. Be funny, be funny. <laughs> hey, listen, I look. That was I love those kinds of guys. It just reminds me of you know douches in college, or you know, I I do love that because I love to break somebody. Like, oh, let me just let me hit you in the let me punch you in the pants. I love that. Uh, and, you I did. Do, I, and you did. Yeah, I, I did. Well, hey, listen, we <laughs> have our moments. Like, I had to look. I'm I'm married to a comic, and he is wonderful. Um, he's really infuriating because he's so good. And then what happened was he says to me, "This I'm going to tell you my worst bomb of the past year, maybe not past year, maybe three months, four months. Uh, he says to me, hey, do you want to do a spot on my special taping at Gotham? I said, sure. <laughs> Sounds great. I want to work at Gotham. Love to. And he goes, all right, so the, the day comes. We both get dressed at different times. He does his special taping. 
the the best tried and true of and he's hard to follow anyway ask anybody in the city or anywhere really so and then <laughs> you wanna, i didn't you want to plug him real quick you want to say who he is or no uh no no let's not say his name no i'm kidding um his name is aaron berg and oh he's yeah got a, oh yeah, yeah his new yeah. special it was just released on his website called uh, Aaron Berg Stands Down. And he is the most aggressive, offensive, and he's just super likable. And all these people just went to see him. But then he tells me right before the show that I'm doing checks after his special taping. So he gets up and does an hour of tried and true and the most offensive, aggressive humor, his best stuff. And they were exhausted. And then I had to follow that. And my marriage was on the rocks for a week after that i said did you want a divorce because you could have just asked for one instead of harming my soul in front of 300 people but your honor he threw me to the dogs <laughs> i was like I, I guess that's payback for the one time on the road where you couldn't follow me what <laughs> oh not um, a good time but in all seriousness like you know you you kick that guy in his pants and then your friend uh uh ashley austin morris she uh she she conquered them i mean to go do a half an hour in front of that guy and have him be your fan at the end you know that yeah. to me is the sign of a true pro comic i mean she has my you know up, utmost respect yeah, so, she's pretty phenomenal. Yep. Yes, and you were fucking great too. You you went up there and you 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 did very very well. And I was Thank like, you. okay, here comes Anthony Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have to follow me? Yes, yeah, I, had I to forgot the night. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, you had to follow me. And also, I had, yeah. I mean, it's hard. They dep it all depends on where you go in a lineup sometimes, and then and and however anybody else does. Look, like we have Ashley and I, we go back and forth on the road. Sometimes I have to follow her. Sometimes she has to follow me. And and it's it's difficult. When somebody's really good in front of you, you know, it, it kind of pushes you to be better. But then sometimes you're like, I just don't, I don't know how to do that. So it really does, it's a, uh, it can be a, it can be a quandary. You're in a quandary. Well, you know, I have the bad habit and I do, we're going to get into food in a second. And I do this is I just don't prepare myself sometimes. You know, I kind of like, you know, I don't eat enough or I don't, I drink too much. Like I don't drink much, but on an empty stomach, sometimes after you drive an hour and you drink two White Claws, you know, it's like, <laughs> I know I hate saying White Claw. <laughs> white Claw. Start to drink Trulies or High Noons, you'll have more class. <laughs> get out of your, get out of your white trash trailer. <laughs> I should just say WCs. Yo, when I drink those WCs. Um all right, so yeah, but No, wait, 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 let me let me just ask a question. Why aren't white claws just called white trash? That it could it could be so much easier. <laughs> Dude, they're huge, man. They're huge. Everyone has those now. And honestly, like, okay, we you know, it's rev it's I didn't drink for man for years. Um it was kind of, you know, not necessarily a, a huge problem, but I was going through a divorce and I had little kids, so I just decided not to. And recently, the past year, I started drinking the White Claws and uh, <laughs> and the seltzer, just hard seltzer, period. And it's changed the game for me because beer yeah. bloats you out, makes you feel like shit. This stuff is seltzer. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it's not a seltzer. It's it's a malt beverage. It says it on the can, buddy. It's a no, malt beverage. And it's it not a no, no, no. There's some that are malt beverages. That's not a malt beverage. No. A white claw is not a, a malt beverage. I, I thought it was. I don't I think so. No, no, no. It's, I don't know. I'm gonna go downstairs and find my white trash drink. <laughs> don't <laughs> mess with Anthony it. Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so uh, what I'm saying is, is I do get um you know I, I don't prepare well enough and and so we'll go into food now this show is called food addict it's you know it's about my life i am a food addict i have a lot of struggles not just with food but with um i had you know <laughs> we could do a whole other <laughs> podcast about all my fucking emotional problems and stuff like that um but i mean a lot of times talking about it and joking about it and you know i've had a lot of women on here that talk about serious stuff and the first half of it's kind of serious and the second half of it we goof around a little bit i mean when i say kind of very loosely serious depending on what the particular person has been to through okay um mm -hmm. so have you have you had any problems with food i think we talked a little bit about it and you said your weight is up and down sometimes oh no it was when i gave birth i was 240 pounds and i'm 51 
Wow. So I used to have a joke. Well, I still use it. Uh, my joke is I'm 5'1", and I was 240. I was literally the blueberry from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate <laughs> Factory. I was so round. And it's taken me – I've done a lot of work, uh, and I've lost, God knows, like 85 pounds. Um, so I, I think that is great. Congratulations on that. That is, that that deserves a clap out. We're going to clap that one out. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't change the middle after a C-section, no matter how hard you try. So what are you going to do with the body? Uh, no, but up and down. No, it just was up really high because pregnancy, Uh, my child did not like this vessel. I just think I think she was like, "Get just let me wreck this body and then get me the hell out of here." Uh, I'm getting ready for the jungle gym. <laughs> that's right. And and she just and she just she wrecked my body, but she's beautiful. So it, you know, okay, Absolutely. fine. Uh, but I just uh, I have this theory that my soul doesn't like my meat vessel. I think that's what it is. My soul's like, I don't like this is wrong. Um, <laughs> And yeah, look, I don't really, and, and I have, I have a ton of, uh, autoimmune diseases. I mean, you don't need to list them, but I do have a bunch of them, which puts a lot of limits on, on what I can consume. So because of that, I think that has lent itself very well to me, not keeping weight on, you know, to, and I'm not anywhere near where I would love to be. I mean, who doesn't want their high school weight, but uh, I'm, I'm much better than I ever was, you know, pregnant. I mean, everybody says you get fat pregnant, but I was just, I, my body exploded. So, 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 okay. So this is interesting to me. Did you have the autoimmune diseases before you got pregnant or was it something that either got worse or was, you know, after pregnancy, did the pregnancy, uh, leave you with those? I had one that got regulated. Uh, I, I have hypothyroidism that I got regulated and right as it got regulated, I went on our honeymoon and I got pregnant immediately because it was regulated. Otherwise, I would not have gotten pregnant. And then after her three, I think I also had one of them before, but I didn't know. Um, I, I thought I was, I had to be gluten free for a long time. But then when I was pregnant, I didn't want my body, you know, my daughter to, to be lacking in anything. So I, I ate kind of normally. And I think that's probably why. My body really went out of control. Um, and it's not like I was sitting and eating, you know, loaves of bread and pizza, but I was just le- allowing myself to eat, you know, like any regular person would. And then after I found out, after I, after I gave birth, I found out that I had celiac and then I have uh, rheumatoid arthritis and Sjogren's disease. <laughs> so I found, I am such a good time though. I'm so fun. Um, just not at a dinner table, not, <laughs> you know, and the reason why I know about this too, is because my girl, um, you know, we, uh, I'm no spring chicken. I have a two and a half year old baby. And, um, you know, so after she gave birth or during her pregnancy and then after she gave birth, all of a sudden she had, like, she was in total pain all the time, like excruciating pain, her joints mm-hmm. and her bones. And she found out that, you know, that, that. I don't even, it's similar to rheumatoid arthritis, or no, it's similar to, but they don't even have a name for it, and they're not even sure what it is, but it's something um, similar to that. Yeah. Um, oh, that and, sucks. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that, um, you think your diet really, like, excuse me, you think diet in general will help that stuff? Yeah, because I've had to do kind of an elimination, I, I, I wouldn't. I guess I would categorize it as elimination, but it's not like I was like, I'm going on an elimination diet because I'm not an asshole. So, <laughs> it's not like I'm doing it for Instagram. Look at me in my elimination diet. You know, I'm eliminating all the vegetables. No. <laughs> I so do that I, too. <laughs> no, I took everything out. Like I went plant-based. I, uh, I only ate, you know, I was doing like everything plant-based, no meat, no chicken, no seafood, no nothing. For about four months. Once I, I whittled it down to just that. Um, and then I started, I added after about four or five months, I guess, I added some seafood back. But I'm primarily, I guess, vegetarian. I do eat dairy. And that's probably, if I eliminated dairy as well, I'd probably lose another 20 or 30 pounds. But then I would, 
I would be too sexy for the stage, and nobody wants that. Um, Aaron's like, yeah, eat the dairy, you're fine. <laughs> so Aaron will go, Aaron will go, did you eat today? And I go, sure, I had my protein shake. That's all. I, sometimes it's just because when you get to a point when you have so many difficulties with food or, you know, I'm also on a bunch of medications, so and I have a kid, and I have a really, I have a big house that I have to handle, and I also work, and I, I coach children, uh, competitive gymnastics, in addition to doing stand up and podcasting wow. and all these things. So I'm, I'm constantly, other than today, I'm a lazy bum. I'm constantly running around, and so it's difficult to get to food sometimes. So that protein shake really does kind of help me. Um, and then I guess, like I was thinking about it yesterday as I was driving, I go, oh, well, this is accidental intermittent fasting. Like it's just, it's nice that I'm doing it, but it would be even nicer if I claimed yet another thing, like, oh, well, I'm an intermittent faster, <laughs> which is <laughs> just like, hey, I'm a mom and I don't have any time. Um, yeah. I do think, well, yeah, well, I do think that those eliminations helped me a ton. For sure. Well, you know, she my my girl. She's tried to do the the. She tries on and off to do the plant based thing. Um, I myself was a vegan for years years ago. Um, I was a vegetarian for years. I follow this guy, um, Doctor Furman. Have you ever heard yeah. of him? He's what no. they, he's what they call a nutritarian. He's pretty popular. Eat to Live is his book. Very strict though. He's a nutritarian. I mean, he doesn't want anybody to eat meat but you know he had to incorporate in his book because otherwise it was too hard yeah (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so uh he his thing is you eat the healthiest thing that's available wherever you are Uh you know um and really when you his thing is you take the sea out of combs and it's gomes greens onions mushrooms beans and seeds that is really what human beings are supposed to be eating Mm-hmm. Okay. Like yeah. um, protein, we need the amino acids that make protein. We eat yeah. way too much protein, and that's why there's a lot of kidney failure and stuff like that. I'm not a doctor, but I've, you know, I've lost probably 80 pounds like five times, you know, throughout my <laughs> life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. So I know a lot about food. I know about my body. And now I'm getting, I'm, I hate to break this to you, Christine, but I, I'm getting close to 50. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't, why are you apologizing to me? Apologize are you sitting down? Team. Are you sitting down? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you thought I was much younger. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's, it, as you get older, it's harder. It's more stress on your body. And, man, I did it so many times. I don't want to fucking do it. I no. don't want to be hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so know. so I'm struggling right now. I live a quarter mile from a McDonald's that closes at two a.m. every night. <laughs> so, Does that really beckon you? Does it beckon? Does it call? You know, I get into phases. Like if I don't eat fast food for a couple of years, which I've done many times, I'm fine. But once I start eating it, and especially I'm a medicator, Christine. That's why this is called food addict because, um. You know, I eat stuff to make me feel better, and it's terrible. Yeah, but but McDonald's never makes you feel good. See, this is what, and I have a theory. Here's my here's my best advice I think I could give anybody. If you could just convince yourself that the foods that you love are going to make you sick and give you diseases like Sjogren's and rheumatoid arthritis and things that will lay you out, for a week, if you have a quote flare, not herpes, but if, if, if you can convince yourself that these foods will make you feel as bad as AIDS, then you'll be better. Like, it's like I look at a McDonald's and I think about if I ate, if I ate a, a quarter pounder with cheese, that was like great. Oh, God. It's, I remember how delicious it was. But if I ate that now, I would be I'd be on the floor for two weeks. My body would not be able to process it, handle it, and I would be in so much pain that I wouldn't be able to walk. If you could just, if you could just like pull yourself into thinking that's what would happen, it probably does in smaller variations of that. But if you could just kind of convince yourself, then maybe that's the thing. Because like, look, you know, fast food, all that kind of those shitty foods really do hurt you. 
you may not know the effects right now, but they really do. Obviously, that's what the, when weight is put on you, obviously it's your body going, this is not good for me. I'm not, you know, it's like its own version of being sick. You see what I'm saying? No, oh, I know, and but you know what? The good stuff is expensive too. You know, for me, it's three to five days, right? If I get on the the I eat beans, all this stuff. If I can do it for three to five days, I got a decent shot because then I start seeing results. And you know, results is all the motivation in the world. So, do you look at yourself in the mirror? <sighs> oh my God, are you crazy? Why would you do such a thing? I never look at myself <laughs> in the mirror. I have. I actually got on stage. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago, and I go, "You guys have a really, a really terribly placed mirror in front of a toilet in your home, so that you can see yourself when you sit down, and it angles down. Do you see stuff popping out? You keep pressing it down. It keeps popping out." Do you not have this in your home? I feel like my home was just created to show me the worst images of myself at the worst angles. So maybe just get a really bad mirror and then go, no, I'm not. What results? The only results that I know, because I and I know this because I, I've had to change how I how I look at things. I have to change. OK, it's not. Look, when you're when when a woman is a pregnant person and then and then loses some or, you know, your body morphs into a different image of itself. And then after the fact, as best you can, you try to get back to whatever you were prior to that. But then you also have to give yourself a little bit of credit knowing that, you know, knowing that things will not always go back to what they were. I do abs. I work out with my bodybuilding husband. I do, and I and I coach gymnastics, and I'm constantly moving, and I have a crazy strict diet. And no matter what I do, I know I had a C-section. There's only so much that, like, my body was was cut in two. You know, yeah. so there's only so much that I can do to get to this best, the, a better version of me, not the best version, a better one. So it's small. It's small things like. You know, oh, I haven't walked a hole in the size of my jeans for the past year. That feels good. Like, I haven't had to buy a pair of jeans because the chub rub hasn't burnt the inner thigh. That is fantastic. So I've had to, like, you have to kind of sell your celebrate yourself. I was going to say sell you bait. I don't know what that means. <laughs> sell you bait yourself. <laughs> Sometimes, but you know that's the thing. yeah that's the thing, man. I'll be celebrating. I'll be you know I lose thirty pounds. People start saying that's one of the worst things for me, Christine, is when people say, "Hey, you look good. You look like you lost weight." Oh my god, you know it's it's and people react. You know I found this that my good friends don't react that that much to it. It's always the acquaintances. You know, it's always the acquaintances that are like, "Wow, dude, you really lost a lot of weight." <laughs> and then you're like, wow, you really thought I was fat, huh? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, you're a real chonkamonk. <laughs> all, these, all these backhanded compliments, and sometimes you don't think it's getting to you, but it is. Yeah. It is, because you're doing a, all the fucking work. You're doing yeah. all the work. There's a line that I have when I tell people I lost, you know, 85 pounds or whatever, people clap. I'm like, I got, I got so confident. The, and I've lost 85 pounds. People clap so hard for it. I go, it's real nice when people clap for that because I feel like they're thinking, yeah, good try, fatty. Keep going. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't need your, I don't need your support. I'd be like, I'd rather them say, well, you were a fucking cow, buddy. I'd rather you be honest because I can handle the negative. I can like, because we're so negative with ourselves. Oh, I'd course, rather yeah. you be honest and be like, well, how fucking big were you? I'd rather that than somebody be like, oh, my God, you're so amazing now. Well, did you think I was a slob? I, I really, I don't like that <laughs> because I know I was, you know, how many chins I had and I don't know. Yeah, how you many know, roles. a strategy I have, this is how I tell people to quit smoking because this is how I quit smoking two years ago. Um, and how I've dieted several, you know, at least a few times successfully is, or I say dieting, but how I did change my lifestyle was don't tell anybody about it. 
Don't mm-hmm. tell any, because it's between me and the food, man. And once I start telling people about it, like I used to always tell people, if you know, not that many people smoke cigarettes anymore, but many years ago, many did. And I'd say, don't tell your friends that smoke cigarettes that you've been 15 days without a cigarette. Because they'll bug out about it and be like, wow, I could never do that. How could you possibly do that? And then you'll start thinking that. Uh-huh. And then you're going to have uh-huh. a cigarette. So it's the same thing with food for me. It's like it has to be between me and the food. And when people say you're losing weight, say, yeah, well, you know, I've been watching it a little and blow it off. Because um, otherwise. Anyway, so I wanted to ask you real quick, and then we're going to get to some lighter stuff. Um, did you have any problems with weight when you were a kid? No. No, okay. I was a star athlete. I, I did, I danced. I was a two-time All-American cheerleader. I had, I had a big injury my senior year of high school and I was, I was set to go, you know, cheer in college. Um, oh my God, that's I, awesome. Like, I went to well, not Hawaii. That you got an, not that you got an injury, but I'm saying that you, you were a cheerleader. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was pretty amazing. You can see it when I put my hair in a, in a ponytail up high. Um, <laughs> And then if I if I ever get wildly excited about something, yes, you can see the cheerleader uh, that's, that's, that's embedded deep down in there. But I was, and then I had a really bad injury. I blew my knee out. Um, I ripped some cartilage. And then after that, like college, I mean, freshman 15 was really freshman 30 because, mm. of, because of my injury and to kind of recover from that. Um, and then I, and then I lost that after, you know, at, in college, I was really, you know, and I've always been a person that I love to lift. I love the gym. I'm, I used to, you know, I did a lot, ton of yoga and I've always been very active. So when I put weight on, it's a very odd thing. Like I've always had to kind of, uh, fight for it by being an athlete, by, mm. by working out a lot. Yeah. But I never, I never was never chunky. No. Like my father, when I was 13, I love this story. He said, you were blessed with a beautiful face, but you were not blessed with a beautiful body. You're going to have to work on it. Whoa. And I was 13. And Holy he didn't mean it. Shit. Oh. And I'm not saying he was abusive. I think like, uh, I think at a certain point I thought that was what he was saying. But no, I'm built like my father in the way that like I've got um, a very Italian, like I think Italian old grandmom. I'm built like my Italian old grandmom. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm just like, you know, my Italian grandma couldn't do any cheers, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know I had to try and I really did. I fought really hard for it. Always did. Um, but, you know, with the with the pregnancy, it kind of changed. I never had any boobs. I always had a butt, you know. Yeah. Um, I wasn't very curvy. So becoming a mom made me, you know, I had like, my boobs were bigger than volleyballs individually. <laughs> and that was a new thing. I was like, oh, well, they were never you said there before. individually. <laughs> individually. They were individual volleyballs. Individual volleyballs. Oh, my gosh. They were terrible. Uh, you know, and- I, I talked to, you know, even if people weren't heavy in high school, a lot of, especially women, talk about body dysmorphia and how it was almost like, you know, a, a constant struggle, especially if they have siblings sometimes um, that were, you know, obsessive about their weight um, and they were forced, you know, not, you know, they, they had a little bit of, uh, you know, where they restrict or where, they, you know, a lot of bulimia, believe it or not, a lot of yeah. women. And I've had women tell me, I, I wanted to be bulimic. I wanted to so bad, but I was worried about my teeth. And I was like, whoa, that's a fucking head trip to want to be bulimic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think there was a certain point where I was really into hydroxy cut. Hydroxy cut. Remember those? Uh, yeah. You know, I think yeah. I do. Yeah, I did, a, I did a lot of that as a like in college because I was going to the gym a lot. And I took a lot of that. Um but I wasn't addicted to it. I just did take a lot of it. And then, um, no, you know what though, as a cheerleader, I remember things that we did, like we would go to a pizza place and instead of eating pizza, my best friend and I would, would sprinkle salt on ice cubes and eat that instead. Oh my, that is, I've never even heard that. That's fucking We love that though. We'd be like, Oh God, it's so crunchy. <laughs> that's, that's fucking hardcore. You man. know what else I did? Oh, this is terrible. Instead, Instead of eating cupcakes and putting like the fat, the butter, and the eggs in it, I used to put when I was a cheerleader. I used to put water in cake mix 
and mix it up like a pudding and I would eat that instead of like adding the fat. So I would have a little bit of the sugar, but I would, oh, six things I did. But yeah, it's not I mean, like. The, I've eaten, dude, I've eaten cake mix out of the box. Okay. Come on. Let's be honest. <laughs> Just with a spoon dry. <laughs> I will fucking raid your cabinets. I'll drink your syrup, dude. But you know what I've loved? Now what I've found out that I'm in love with, it sounds so weird. I I have gotten cases of seaweed snacks. That's how far I have, I've come from, you know, I can't eat that kind of stuff. I know I can't. Like, I, I bought a pack of cupcakes, like gluten-free cupcakes from the grocery store last week. And I've eaten one, and I just look at them, and I'm like, oh, they're there. That's nice. But I don't typically eat them because I know I'm not going to feel good if I do. So it really is like I don't restrict myself in terms of like, hey, if I want, uh, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, device. Christine. But putting salt on ice cubes is restricting. I'm sorry. That was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm Anthony Quinn. I got to be honest with you here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I did it as an adult. I was 16 years old and I was super hot. Okay? I did super hot girls do really dumb stuff. Oh, uh, no. So it's cool. So um yeah, you know, I there was a product I used called Trim Spa. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was such a good product. And if you took it as subscribed, it wasn't dangerous. It's just or prescribed, sorry. I <laughs> If you took it as prescribed, or like what it said on the bottle, if you took that, you were fine, but people wouldn't take that. You know, yeah. it, it had ephedra in it, but it was a safe product, and man, it helped you lose weight. It really <laughs> did. It just won a day, and a lot of people lost weight on it, and then they took it away. <laughs> oh, there was the other thing. Remember Ali, Ali, Ali? Oh, and it, and it like if you ate fat foods, it would make you shit your pants. Oh, oh, it's a little laxative action. Okay. Yeah, like you couldn't, if you ate anything bad for you when you took this, it, oh, and there was like stuff made with Olean, and if you ate that, it would make you poop your pants. Oh my God. <laughs> I got to get some people I don't like some Olean. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I got into? Oh, to in the beginning when I started losing weight after the kids, I used to do a lot of those cleanses. Like there's the detox tea. And yeah. Detox, I did all those. The like oxy cleanse or whatever. Tea. The oxy mm -hmm. cleanse, whatever it's called. Yeah. And it is good to get a cleanse if you're going to also start a very, a, a very harsh regimen. Sure. Sure. But if you That's eat really a lot of vegetables, I found if I eat a lot of beans and vegetables, it, clean, it cleanses me. Oh, I, you know I, what? I live, I tell everybody, you just got to live for a good poop. That's all you really need to think about. How are your poops? I tell my daughter, you you can't poop or not eating enough green beans. Like we need more cucumbers, more broccoli. And although I'll say this, like my kid could eat. If I let her, she'd eat cake, chocolate, oh. treats and sweets all day. If I And I said, you know, the and this is a difficult thing with children because I remember what my father said to me. But at 13, but she's four. And I say... Okay, you want to be you want to be a gymnast. You want to do karate. You want to do soccer. You want to be able to ice skate. You want to do all these things. Run around with your friends outside. If you only eat treats and sweets, then you're gonna you're gonna have a bigger belly. You're not gonna be able to get on the bar. You're not gonna be able to do those things. You want to be you want healthy things that'll help you do all the crazy fun stuff you want to do. And and that you know and how do you see mommy eat? So the thing is with being a parent and then also, you know, with your nutrition, I think it's like, well, you have to kind of look at what you're doing because your kids are going to do the exact same thing. So I want my kid to be healthy and strong and have a really long future ahead of her and one that she will, will not be limited. So I want her to, she goes, well, mommy always eats vegetables and mommy eats, drinks protein shakes and mommy seaweed snacks and these things. And I go, do you see me eat cookies? Sure. And she goes, but not there, not a lot because it's, she and and you have to be that thing for your kids so that they're not I sound so smart yeah no you, you know you're I I got a divorce when my kids were pretty young um 
And uh, my uh, my ex was very uh, anal about that sort of thing. So when I saw my kids, a lot of times, you know, I tried to get them to eat better, but I couldn't spend a lot of my time scolding them about food. You know, I would yeah. I would try to like you know give them good advice and sometimes lead by example and sometimes not. Uh, because I do I do go into you know times when when I eat bad food. And now I have a 15 year old that preaches eating good. And then wants to go get McDonald's every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how teen, teenagers can be. All right, do so as listen. I say, right? Not as I do. Maybe. All right, enough of this serious stuff, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't we're, think any of that was serious. No, like, I know. I maybe know. One, I, I went on one diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I always say that. You know, enough of this. We're, we're going to a different zone now. But I do have some bad news for you. Okay. Okay. You're, you just got shipwrecked on a desert island. Deserted mm-hmm. island, desert island. Actually, I don't know if it was a shipwreck, a plane crash. However, you're there. You're on this deserted island. You're the only one there. And you see a genie. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the genie's going to give you one meal, but it's got to be the same thing every day. What is it that you pick? What are you asking the genie for? Oh, God, help me. <laughs> Um, oh, God, oh, God, this is so hard. <laughs> you could lie, um, you know. <laughs> but without without my dietary restrictions or any anything. Well, you're on a desert island, you know, so you're kind of like, you want something to comfort you. You're only going to get one meal a day. Lobster every single day. Whoa, we got to clap out lobster. All right, every, wow, okay. Yes. Oh, uh, every it's day. Steamed, right? Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Or good. with butter. Good. Sure. Yeah, you steamed, need a little bit of fat. Steamed with butter. Some people get it broiled, and I, you know, I want to give them a nice smack. <laughs> you know, it. I mean, yeah, we do broil it. Sometimes you put it on the grill. Yeah, the grill's like a little flip different. Flip it I open, mean, do a little grill, a little grill char on it. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. With it, like, but I need a vegetable. Okay, yeah, no, so I was going to say, you can have a vegetable and a starch. What are you picking? I'll pick uh, green beans in the air fryer. Yeah, okay, yeah, he'll get you, he can do anything. He's a genie, for God's sake. Okay, and then um, if I were to pick a potato or starch, no, I mean, rice. I like potatoes. I I have to eat more rice, but uh, potatoes kind of hurt me. I would do a... I would do probably like a cheesy potato if I could eat anything all the, every day. But like that one meal, you got to keep yourself strong if you're on a deserted island, well, right? You need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying now, this is something to keep in mind. Or you want your green beans, but you're on an island that has a lot of green. There might be stuff you can eat. But, you know, take your green beans. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe, I mean, I would do like I would eat seaweed. Okay. So maybe that's pretty healthy. Seaweed's yeah. pretty healthy, so that'll even out the bu- all the butter you're gonna eat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't really need the butter with a lot with lobster, but crab you can eat crab. Well, you can catch crab too. So you can catch crab. Yeah, you'll be okay. you'll be living lovely. Um, some people say sushi, and I'm like, well, you're there's a lot of fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of fish you can catch around. I know how to catch a fish and fillet it. Whoa! See, I knew it. I knew it. That's why I, I knew you weren't gonna pick sushi. Okay, no. so, all right, so I wanted to ask you this because you mentioned the air fryer. Um, I, you know, it's kind of a new thing for me. I've never had one, but every time I've come in contact with them, they make awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, would you say, would you agree with that? Would you say like there's no other way to fry anything? Uh, there are, I do, like, uh, it depends. Like I wouldn't put, I don't put fish in an air fryer. If I were to fry it, I'd fry it and, you know, use the oil. I need some fat in my life. Um, But an air fryer is really good, I say, for, like, vegetables, uh, kind of prepared prepared foods. Like, I get these little fish nuggets that I make into tacos. That's really great. And that um, I make great French fries in there and, uh, like, homemade French fries. Um, They're really good with, like, sweet potatoes and any kind of of vegetable that you want to slice up. Because I, that, I, that's typically what I eat. Um, My and friend it is, said it, they make godly hot dogs. <laughs> really? Oh, I never thought about putting my hot dog in an air fryer. He said, but I'll I never have, eat a hot dog again that's not in an air fryer. 
<laughs> well, you know what? I have these annoying plant-based hot dogs, but they are delicious. Um, I always get a facial flush after I eat them. I don't know what's in them. <laughs> if I'm getting so- a facial flush, it can't be good. It's soy sludge with a <laughs> with a cabbage with a cabbage uh, coating. And I'm always farting. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, you, you know, gotta, we'll talk yeah. about this real quick. Um, I've noticed when I we'll talk about farts real quick. Aren't you happy you're doing this podcast? <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> but I've noticed when I eat all vegetables, and this is weird to say, I've said it before. Like when I eat all vegetables and I'm very strict, my farts really don't stink. They smell like vegetables. Yeah, well, then I don't know. Something's wrong with your body because my <laughs> farts stink, buddy. I mean, I don't, I'm not like I'm no princess. I'm not around. saying I'm not saying they smell like cologne I would wear or anything. <laughs> I'm just not, saying. But they're not death. Like I even, something has not crawled up you and died. I even know. I even had my friend who is, uh, you know, very. He hates smells. He's very uh, anal about stuff. I was in his house and I passed gas and he agreed with me. He's like, "Wow, that does smell like vegetables." <laughs> Well, if you eat broccoli, you're gonna have a broccoli fart. We were we were having a good time, Christine. Let me tell you. So, <laughs> all right. So you have one soft drink you can get on this island. Just one, no booze. I'm sorry. No, you could ferment some coconut or something, and I think you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna get those coconuts down somehow. Yeah. Um, what's one drink? Go. Cherry Coke Zero. Whoa. That is hardcore right there. Now, I love the Coke Zero. I think it's the best diet soda. It actually tastes a little like Coke. Yeah. Um, But are you worried about the artificial sweetener? No, I don't drink too much of it. My husband has a serious addiction to cherry Coke Zero. And uh, because he doesn't drink, he doesn't drink booze. He is sober uh, seven years, I think, on... The f- what's today uh anyway that's so awesome that's a hell of an he, accomplishment and i've and i've developed a, a love for cherry coke zero like i can only <laughs> drink a couple of sips of it or i have to drink a whole glass of it and that's no good for anybody uh so i i do love it um but i don't drink a ton of it i usually just drink soda water but yeah cherry coke zero i've actually gotten i have my own soda stream so i make my own sodas like just soda water Wow. And uh, I can, I bought, it's like you can get it at Bed Bath & Beyond. I can get uh, like Cherry Coke Zero Syrup. It doesn't taste mm. the same. It's a little bit sweeter than what you get in the bottle. But the reason I got that was because Cherry Coke Zero, there was with the, what do they call the supply chain issues? You can never find Cherry Coke Zero anywhere. And so when we do get it, it's like this exciting thing. And we get it in a bottle or cans, and it's like, oh, it's real. Burger King, I know you probably don't go into Burger King. They have these awesome soda machines that can make anything. They make it, you can have peach uh, Coke Zero. Very awesome. I oh, have really. That I have, disgusting. I have peach. <laughs> I have peach Mountain Dew Zero. I swear to God, it's fucking awesome. Mm-mm, 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 it, mm-mm, it's mm-mm. so good. So Mountain this is, Dew. Ooh. This is what I can. I said mellow. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant mellow yellow. Okay. <laughs> it's which is way worse. <laughs> Get off my mellow yellow, Christine. <laughs> mellow yellow. <laughs> I can't take this abuse. I have to go get that's some mellow. What, that's what my daughter's pee looks like if she hasn't hydrated enough. Mellow yellow. Mellow yellow. So, all right. So this is what I worry about the fake sweetener is. You know, I think sometimes the fake sweetener makes you want the real stuff. I mean, you're kind of through the door with the sugar and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, if you're somebody that's trying to stop eating sugar, at first, I think you got to stay away from the fake sweetener. I think you don't go you don't go any sodas. You go soda water because it still has the bubbles. It has some flavor, and and you can pick any kind. That's why I go with soda water, and that's why I got a soda stream because I was spending a ton of money on getting bottles of soda, just soda water, and it was like, oh well, it's flavored and it's healthier, and it is. But I I thought, okay, well, why not? And this this like it's better for the environment. Yeah, I wouldn't. And it's a, when I drink soda, I can feel that too. So I, 
Yeah, I've gotten super specific. So like, you I make don't... your soda water? Yeah, I just made one before I sat down to talk to you. So you make it with uh, artificial sweeteners? Yeah. So Well, it's not a sweetener. It's just like a flavor. They have like these little vials of sweetener. Uh, mm. Not sweetener, of flavor. So I get CO2 uh, canisters. They go into the soda stream apparatus. Uh, and then you put your bottle in and you press it like six times. So it makes it, you know, bubbly water. And then you take like a quarter of a teaspoon of this flavoring that has no sugar in it. It's just like a, an essence of, you know, like I had strawberry, um, no sugar. I don't like, you know, if I, if I drink something with uh, aspartame, I get really bad belly pain. So I, yeah, I don't horrible. really do a lot of fake sugars. Yeah. It's so, garbage. It's uh, garbage. I've been buying this um this ginger ale seltzer from Shoprite, and I love it because mm -hmm. it it's well it's ginger seltzer, but to me it tastes like really like weak ginger ale, and I like it because yeah. it's not like I watered down ginger ale. It's like they put ginger flavor in seltzer. Yeah, you know? dude, you gotta get yourself a Soda Stream. <laughs> Spend the seventy nine ninety nine, <laughs> and then and then you have like uh the bot. I have three bottles. And then you can make whatever you want to make, and it'll it'll make you healthier. This turned into an infomercial. Uh, everybody, <laughs> we are not we have no sponsors for soda water. Just so you know. Um, no, that's good to know. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, and that's taking a step right there. That's saying, you know, I want to enjoy soda. I want to enjoy soda water. I can't afford it, and I can make it even healthier for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome, yep. man. That's awesome. All right. So we have one more question for you. The okay. genie wants to know, we want to know, one dessert on this island, what is it that you get? Go. One dessert. Every day. The same dessert. Every day. Um, that's hard. <laughs> That's, so, that's really mean. Like I said, I'm not going to call you in front of Congress. <laughs> you lied you about your dessert. <laughs> I don't, you know what? Brownie batter. Whoa, that is fucking hardcore right there. Yeah, thank that you is, for clapping. That is, that is hardcore. We clapped that one out. Yes, absolutely, yeah. man. Brownie batter, yeah. Nobody has said that before. What, you know, raw I never egg. Even, I never even <laughs> thought about that. Yeah, cookie batter is all chocolate, like real chocolate chip cookie batter, There's too. Just cookie dough. Or, Co yeah, I mean, cookie raw. dough. Cookie dough. I said cookie batter. Cookie dough. Um, yeah, man. I mean, chocolate batter. So what would it come in? It would just come in like a, a, a cup, like a, a Yeah, a it comes in a cup. <laughs> it comes in a, like a, uh, yeah. And you like use a, your finger. You're on a deserted island. <laughs> you lick the cup clean. But there's not, there's, you're going to have to wash with salt water. That's fine. Yeah, there's an ocean. <laughs> Look, I lived at the beach for a long time, and there were days where I didn't shower. I just got in the ocean. Okay. That's my only no. thing right now, Christine, I think, is that's keeping me from being homeless, is that um, I really like to be clean. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that's not part of the homeless life. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Some cardboard boxes can be very pristine and clean <laughs> it's me though i'm a little round man when you're when you're you know a little round man smelling good is like 80 percent of everything <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you smell bad you're done it's all over okay you know when you're but Go when ahead. you're when you're heavier you're it, this is gonna sound terrible but when you're heavier and i say this from experience your sweat is so much more pungent <laughs> oh of course yeah absolutely there's a there's stank on you when you're heavier. <laughs> All right. Let's we're gonna stop talking about my stank now. <laughs> I had it. I had it. <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop talking about our stank now. Okay. All right. And okay, one I have good news for you. Good news. Yeah. You got rescued. You're not on the desert island anymore. Okay. Are you happy? Um <laughs> Can I get on? Can I get on stage and talk about it? I don't. I don't think I've ever asked anybody if they were happy before. Okay, so so now you get back. You you know get settled in or whatever. What's the one restaurant that you're gonna go to that like you thought about on the island? 
and you were like, man, I'd love to be there, even though you were eating your favorite meal? Like, you know, what's the one restaurant you really want to go to? There is this place uh, in my town called Diageo, and uh, and it is divine, and it is like farm to table. Everything is magnificent. Um, it's That's super great. fresh, and it's like it's kind of Italian, but it's like it's not you know what our grandmas used to make Italian. This is like you know it, it's absolutely divine so i would go there yeah that's awesome i was going to bring this up before you know my mom was a little italian lady and i ate whatever i wanted i ate terrible when i was a kid i didn't even know i don't even think i knew what i ate that cheese food stuff like craft singles and mm-hmm. white bread i didn't eat wheat bread till i was in like my 20s i think <laughs> and that's what everybody did back then they ate white bread mm-hmm. um so all right so are you, do you cook? You, you cook then. You cook, you're, you're, uh, you have like a, you're a homemaker on, on, on one level. <laughs> it's one of the <laughs> on things. a lot of levels. It's yeah. one of the things that you do. Uh, you seem very, very busy, so I don't want to just label you as a, uh, you know, a homemaker. Um, so, okay, somebody's coming over, an important person, somebody you haven't seen in a while, maybe your friend, you know, your close friend. Miss Morris. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to put something out. You want to impress them. You want to cook something. You want to put it out. Show them. Look, I have a. Sp- I can put out a spread. I can cook something good. What is it that you cook? Ooh, I make this uh, scallop dish. Ooh, scallop. It's it's like a big bed of rice in the middle, and then on top of it is um, you 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 do them in the air fryer do like green beans kind of on top of that and then they're uh and then the scallops are seared very jumbo oh, scallops oh i love the seared scallops oh my and then God. on top of that is this cilantro <sighs> shallot uh orange zest and like lime kind of vinaigrette and it was like a little bit of olive oil it is super fresh it is it's like it kills every time and it's and it's healthy for you, but it's like, it makes such an impression. People love it. I think cilantro does so much in a meal. I mean, mm-hmm. it really just adds so much to it, but that sounds amazing. That yeah, really and then does. sometimes we like, we'll grill vegetables, we'll grill, um, you know, we'll grill. I also do a stuffed calamari. Ooh, um, oh, wow. So it's like whole calamari with minori cheese. And like oregano and salt and pepper and a little bit of olive oil and lemon. And then you grill those and you can serve them with a side of like, I don't know, marinara or like a tomato basil sauce. um, They're phenomenal. Wow. Did you get the recipes from somewhere? Is it something that you kind of, um, you know, just do yourself, figure it out yourself? The calamari, well, I I was raised to, to cook very well. But those two things, the, fir- the first one I think I saw, I think I recreated it from a restaurant, and that, maybe I looked it up. Cool. So it was like, okay, what is this? And then the other one, same thing. Like, we lived in Astoria for a while, and the food out there is unbelievable. So we went to a restaurant, I asked them what was in it, and then I recreated that. So when we have a special dinner, that's one of those, one of those two typically is kind of what I put out there. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, a couple more questions. Um, what is, okay, what is your, you have a favorite candy? Ah, uh, um, like chocolate? I think chocolates, I've had people tell me a chocolate bar is different than candy. But I think uh, it's all the same to me. If you go into a candy store, what's your favorite thing to get? Oh, I don't. Oh God, I never get to eat these things. Um, but okay, no, but you get one pass. You get a pass. I get a pass. You get a pass. You can go in there and eat whatever the hell you want. The genie uh, got involved. <laughs> yeah, Reese cup. All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm real simple when it comes. I like a Reese cup. Okay. No gummy bears or anything like that. Nah. Nah. Okay. All right. All right, Reese Cup. That's that's solid, though. I mean, it, nerds. Oh, I like nerds. 
Whoa, nerd! You just threw nerds in there. What okay. what flavor nerds? Careful, this is important. <laughs> strawberry kind, always. Okay, all right. Strawberry. Anything, anything strawberry, always. Okay. Rainbow was the correct answer, but strawberry's pretty. <laughs> Rainbow was the correct answer. <laughs> I didn't give you a wah wah. Okay, if you said like sour apple or something, you were getting the wah wah. Oh no, or like that fake, <laughs> that fake banana flavor makes you want to throw up. Um. All right. So, what's a food that's repulsive to you? Like even when you think about it, you're like, oh my god. That's terrible. Repulsive food? Like not necessarily fast food or anything, but what's something like a, a food, you know, like some people it's turnips, some people, I've had people say man, a lot of times picky eaters don't like mayonnaise and sour cream and they're not crazy about onions either. Mm. Oh, I'd really have to think hard about that. I'd uh, hmm. God, I don't know. I really, okay. So it's more of a personal, uh, like I don't, just like a plain baked salmon where it's not crispy on one side and it's not really seasoned at all. Like salmon sashimi is fine. A very well done salmon, like the, when the, it's done great, sure. But like a plain, oh, my husband's mother, she makes salmon with no butter, no oil, no nothing like baked. And it's why, why hurt yourself? <laughs> It's, it turns my stomach and like, and even when we make salmon and we make it well, I'm still like, ugh, choking it down. I, it's so bothersome. You know, it's fun. I really wasn't that into salmon until I went to Alaska and I had some wild salmon. And it was weird. Once I had the wild salmon, I could eat all salmon. You know, like I, I came yeah. back and I could eat, you know, any kind of frozen salmon or whatever. Not always what I order, but I could definitely eat it and enjoy it. And I'm the same way. I like it like with like a teriyaki crust or something like that. I like it with a crust on it where, you know, it really adds so much to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you don't make me upset and I won't have to contact your mother-in-law and get some of that salmon. In my house? Oh, God. <laughs> you have to bring her down from Canada. Get her a no, couple of COVID tests. I'll just have her up. Uh, uh, FedEx me the salmon and I'll show up at the show and I'll be like, hey, Christine, I got uh, some salmon would, for you. <laughs> I'd throw you down a flight of stairs. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my, all right. Scratch that idea then. Absolutely scratch it. <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, you like liver and stuff like that. You like that kind of stuff? Liver? I mean, I've had some amazing pate. If I have I could too. delete I have it. Too. I used to work in a French restaurant. Lady has since passed and it was like the one of the, you know, the formative eras in my life. And she used to make this, or her chef used to make this duck, chicken, and pork liver pate wrapped in bacon. And then she served it with, like, cornichons and onions and oh, uh, God, and these, like, gherkins. Oh, my God. I mean, like, just the most, just absolutely wretched for your body. But, and smoky and delicious and, oh. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't eat liver. No, like, I don't think I've ever eaten Well, sometimes people eat the chicken liver. livers. I, I used to work at a banquet hall when I was a kid. And the fancy um, the fancy hors d'oeuvres had chicken livers. You know, there was chicken yeah. livers. Yeah. So, so I, I know it's funny when you said fresh restaurant. I was thinking I had a duck pate one time. I, I'm not a big pate guy. Sometimes it's got to be really good. I had a duck pate one. I was, I was with somebody who got the duck pate, and it was mm -hmm. so good. You know, it can be stellar. It Oof. was so good. Now, now I'm really hungry. <laughs> but now with my plant-based life, I can't. I can look at. It, I can smell it, but. I so can't. do you think you think that if you ate something like meat, you would have a reaction to it, like a steak? I have, I have. Oh, oh. because yeah. you've actually had a piece so of chicken. I, yeah, because I, I don't know how long it's been. Maybe over a year, year and a half. And uh, I ate a piece of chicken, and I was in I, my stomach hurt for three days. Wow! Because it's not it doesn't process. And it wasn't like that before you started eating. Mm -mm. Plant-based no. stuff. You mm -mm. could eat chicken, mm -mm. and it wasn't okay. But I still have to cook. You know, I cooked a chicken in like a slow cook. I can't even speak. A slow cooker with rosemary and garlic and parmesan for my family. It smelled so good in my house. 
that I almost ate it, but I thought to myself, no, because I know if I do, then there's, you know, it, it hurts. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you're dealing with meat a lot of times, um, I think you can still have it. Just, you know, you don't have to have that. Not you, but I'm saying like, you know, we don't have to have that much of it. But a lot of times it's tainted meat. That's what's mm-hmm. really bad for you. So if you go out of your way to get like the good grass-fed beef from a reputable company and you get the organic chicken from a reputable company, I think it can make a difference, a big difference. Yeah, I think so too. So, all right. Well, listen, I think we're going to wrap up. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Now I've got to put snacks in a bag for my kid after school. <laughs> Thanks so much. Now I got to think about the good stuff I need to be giving her, not junk. I'm, I'm going to go give her some bland keep, salmon in a bag. Keep messing with me. I will text you some pictures, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So why don't you give people, tell people how to um, see where you're going to be and stuff like that. You want to give them your Instagram or? Yeah, I'm funny Christine on Instagram. Or no, no, on Instagram, I'm funny X-Teen. I'm funny Christine on Twitter. My website is christinemehan.com. That's M-E-E-H-A-N. I will be at the Dunellen Theater uh, in Dunellen, New Jersey, March 12th. And then I'm doing the underground, overground comedy on this Saturday. I don't know when this is coming no, out. No, this will probably um, come out next week. We're not going to have that one, but it'll come out before the March 12th. Yeah. So I'm going to be there with Ashley Austin Morris, Ankara Savone, and myself. Um, and it's our first big theater, and it's a really, really fun show. So I would love if people came out to that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, that night I saw, uh, I saw Ashley, I saw her just... She won this crowd over. I mean, for a half, I, a lot of people don't realize like how hard it is to do a half an hour. You know, like she did a, a solid half an hour in front of a room that was that was tough. Yeah, you know that was she's a, she's great. Yeah, she is love great, her. Great comedian, and you were awesome too that night. And you were awesome on this podcast. Thanks. <laughs> but you know that already. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, listen, we're gonna talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. We'll talk soon. Okay, thanks for seeing me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Wow. Dude, that was a treat, man. She is so awesome, funny, sharp, um, and, uh, you know, very candid about her life, about what she's been through and stuff like that as far as food goes. And, uh, you know, believe it, it may sound simple, but a lot of people don't like to talk about their food. Um, you know, especially, you know, you deal with people that are in show business and stuff, you know, they don't, it's not something they really want to talk about a lot, especially when they're putting, uh, salt on ice cubes. <laughs> um, again, that was, uh, Christine Meehan, Meehan Berg. Um, and very, very funny. We want to thank her for being on. We're so lucky to have her. My name is Anthony Quinn and this has been Food Addict. Cheers. <laughs>